0: Live and praise the true and living God. Praise God! Praise God! Hallelujah! Thank you for being with us again tonight. Today is another exciting day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Aren't you excited about the Lord Jesus Christ? Aren't you excited about the way God is handling things? Because without Him, ah, without the Lord, where would I be? Ah, you know that. Because, anyway. We're going to talk a little about the mind. We're talking about the power of the mind, yes. And everybody wants to know about the mind and the power of the mind because we know that in the scripture in Proverbs that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So thinking in his heart, well, thinking in your mind, the same thing is where you put your mind at, and, and where are you in your thoughts, your patterns. So one person would say, well thinking, thinking, yeah, you can, can't keep the birds from flying over your head, yeah, no you can't, but you can stop them from, hey, dumping on you, by putting a hat on, putting the umbrella up, doing something constructive, so therefore, my brothers and sisters, let's come today, It's talking about a strong mind, let's talk about being renewed in the spirit of your mind, even the scripture says, do not be conformed to the standards of this world, but be damp transformed by the renewing of your mind. We must have a mindset, a mind change often. But let that, that mind be changed to grow. Yes. It was baby in an elementary stage one time and now it's in a medium stage and then goes up into a, a mature stage. Because as is one of the things it says before is that when I was a child I thought as a child. I acted as a child because I was a child. But even that you could be older, and if your mind is still there as a child, your mind is still immature, then what are you accomplishing? You're not mature. So, therefore, there's no power in the mind. So, let this mind grow. See, we are supposed to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord, Savior Jesus Christ. So, let's grow in the Lord. Let's be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Therefore, even the scripture say in Ephesians 6, we put on the whole armor of God. Yes. We put on the whole armor that we stand against the wiles of the devil, stand against his tricks, stand against his assault, stand against all of the things that he's coming at us with. Yeah, yeah. Because no, we do not battle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, uh, against authorities, against uh, the world powers of darkness. Yes. The spiritual forces and the even in the evil, in the heavens. But anyway, we're supposed to resist the devil, resist him, and then so that we may be able to stand in each evil days. Oh, yeah. Firstly, tell us to put on the belt of truth. Yes, tell the truth in all things. And then uh, let the truth be known because, see, there's a certain thing about lies because we know that the devil is the father of lies because he lying as his nature. He can't help himself. There he, is. he is a liar, and he's been called a liar from all along. So, therefore, let us not lie, uh, tell lies. We're told to tell the truth in all things. And then he tells us to put on righteousness. Yes, righteousness over our chest. Well, do what is right. Do what is right, because we know if it's wrong, then... It's bad it's bad news, it's bad deal. So therefore, how can you have power when you're doing wrong things all the time? So let's do for the right things, okay? Now, how about the shoes of peace? Seeking peace and pursuing peace. We must have peace in all things. Because see, the world is in a chaotic situation. The world will give us ah, there blank 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 the blank blank blank. All right, when we not... Die- Without all the world. So we have to have the peace of God with us at all times that surpasses all understanding. So let that peace come into you. Put on the shoes of peace. So seek in peace at all times. And then we shall have the shield of faith. Yes, we must believe this thing. We must believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We must believe the word of God and believe in Him when we come to have the helmet of salvation. Yes, the helmet of the salvation, now we get back to the mind. What are you putting into your mind? What are you storing in your mind? How is your mind reacting today? Are you about to cuss people out? Of the, uh, are you about to say something? Are you about to do something? You ain't got no business? What is your mind thinking about today? As we said before, as a man thinking in his heart, so is he. If that's where he's located all the time, and that's where he's Wanting to be and desiring all the time, then he doesn't have this helmet of salvation. No, because the helmet of salvation is to keep your mind steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Therefore, set your mind on the things above, where Christ is, the peace, the goodness, the grace, and all that other stuff. Then it says, "The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God." Bring up the word of God and apply it all situations, just like uh, when the devil was trying to tempt Jesus in the wilderness after Jesus had fasted for 40 days, 40 nights, and the devil was there trying to get him to do things that out of his character, get things to do things that's wrong. No. Jesus complied with the word. It is written, see? And that's why we have to say it. After we study, after we learn uh, what is the word of God, study this word, put it in our heart and our mind so that we can use it at need and we are in need at all times because the word will bring us through. The word will bring us through. So therefore, we have to go by faith and all of this stuff to so the shield of faith, which, hey, as the Bible says, it will deflect every fiery dart, every fiery arrow of the evil one. Now, if the, if the fail shield of faith, can quench every guard or every arrow, that means that faith has to be strong. Well, not really strong because the Bible says that even if we have a little bit of faith, we can move mountains. So let us increase our faith. Let us believe what the Lord tells us to do. Because even Jesus said one time in the Scripture in Luke 6 and 46, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I tell you? Don't, you know what I mean? Come on. In other words, in order to have the power of your mind and then be all that God has called us to be and called us to do, then let us do what he tells us to do. For he said that if you love me, keep my word. So we must keep the word of God at all times. Be a doer of his holy word. And when we become a doer of his word, then we're putting things into perspective. So now, so we we just gonna to go to something that's gonna shake your mind a quick about this mind thing, yes. Because when Jesus came to the earth and he started preaching, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. All right, good. So when he came to start his ministry and started about talking about repentance for the kingdom of God, he went up on a mountain with his disciples, not even a mountain mountain, but, you know, a higher elevation place. And the Pharisees was around him and everything, too. And it's a large crowd. And so when he saw the crowd, he went up on the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the pure in the spirit, because the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed are those who mourn, because they will be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, because they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, because they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they be showing mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. In verse 9, blessed are the peacemakers because they will be called sons of God. And number 10, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness, because the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Now, and then also in verse 11 says, blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and say every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Be glad and rejoice because your reward is great in heaven. Now, we're just going to go over this uh, a little bit, not too much because we don't want to take too much of your time tonight. But if you notice that these the be attitudes, when Jesus came to preach these things upon that mountain that day, he came to set in order a new way of thinking, a new way of thinking. And each one of these represents something that's going to be needed into salvation. Yes. In Romans uh, 1 and 16, it says, so I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation for those who believe. Now, every time we hear the word believe, we need to talk about faith. Yes. So that's why we said, we walk by faith and not by sight. So, blessed are the pure spirit, for they are the kingdom of heaven. So, he always talks about humility. He talks about kindness. He talks about Given, Jesus talked about purity. Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. We talk about righteousness throughout the Bible. He talked about being right and doing right because unrighteousness is sin. He also talked about uh, doing the peacemakers. Peace. Keeping the peace. Seeking peace. Stop causing confusion. Stop causing uh, uh, animosity. Stop causing all of this Garbage that's going on and keep us all up in the air. Peace. Jesus also talked about uh, a lot of good things about being merciful. Well, forgiveness. See, all of these things, believe it or not, if we break these scriptures down into what the Lord is talking about, we will notice them throughout, throughout the gospel, throughout the Bible. That This is some of the things that are required. These are the things that are required for us to go into the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. This is for us to have eternal life when we confess Jesus Christ as Lord in our lives, and then have that faith to believe that he is telling the truth, having the faith to believe that he will do what he tells us that he will do, because the promises of God, yea and amen, he is able to fulfill every promise. Every last promise that God made, he is able, because all things are possible with God. With God, all things are possible. And then he said that all things are possible with those who believe. So if we believe these things, it shall come to pass. So that's why we have to really build up our faith and have that mindset, a new mindset. So we start to thinking about something, okay, now I'm in church now. What am I going to do? Start to thinking of greater things, better things. Because he also said in one of the scriptures in John 14, he said, and the work that I do and greater works will you do. Greater works. Now, if Jesus had promised us that we can do more than he did, come on. The first thing he did was, in the, in, as far as the power goes, the power of the mind, the power of the spirit, and that faith is that he turned water into wine. Six large jars, about 25 to 30 gallons each. That's 100, ah, 125 to 130 gallons of wine he made top shelf wine. na na, nah, nah. Not this boom farm, not this ripple stuff, all right? He made the best wine for, for a wedding one day. So therefore, and he said, and greater works will we do Greater works. Now this is the promise of God through Jesus Christ that we can do this. But how are we going to do this? With our mindset. Our mindset. Power of the mind. Thinking on these things. See, think those things that are not as though they are. We don't have to see it to believe it. We believe it and then we speak it. And then we wait for the manifestation. That's why... We need to have patience, patience, and patient endures will do it. So when we go through the Beatitudes, we just study them and read them a little bit. Oh, then the last thing in that chapter he said that in Matthew 5 and 48, be ye therefore perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Put that mind up there. Let's go up there. See, how are we going to have a strong mind when we don't want to think about elementary things. And this is elementary. This is the beginning, beginning of this ministry. And as we go through all of the things that he did for the time that he was here on this earth, there's going to be repetitive. All of these things are more or less repetitive, but yet still, it seems as if we don't want to think about these things. We don't want to remember them things or to be reminded that we can do it. Because then he told us in one of the scriptures that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me, through Christ. Yeah, it has to be through Christ because now with that mind, with the power of the mind, yes, the power of the mind that says that, well, we have the mind of Christ. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. We have the mind of Christ. That means that we are doing the things that Christ tells us to do because we have the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, when we have the power of the Holy Spirit, Guess what? Bring back that purity. Bring back the faith. Bring back the humility. Humble yourself before the Lord. Bring back that condition of asking and it will be given to you. Bring that condition of being sincere and truthful. Putting away the lies. Putting away all of the garbage. And that's why we need to do most of the time, all the time, when we come to the Lord, put away the mess from before. Yes, we've done some bad things in life. Yes, we've done some things that we're not happy about. And if we go to 1 Corinthians 6 and 9, it says that you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God, but got some of you, because he gave a list of things that, that we used to do. Homosexuality, fornication, greed, fighting, Uh, some of the other things. But then it said, this was something you used to do. But now, you were cleansed. You were washed. Ah, you were powered by the Spirit. uh, Powered by uh, the Spirit. You're sanctified by the Lord Jesus Christ. And then, in the Spirit of our God, the Holy Spirit. When we come to Christ, we're being sanctified, uh, justified. In the name of the Lord Jesus. See, it doesn't matter about what you used to do, and that's why we have to stop uh, criticizing and putting each other down. That's why we have to like, stop bringing up people's past history. Everybody got a history, no matter what. Yesterday is something that happened, a history. And yes, sometimes we have done things that well, we're not happy about. Sometimes we've done some things that, Oh, we're very unhappy about. And sometimes we the less things. but that's beside the point. The point of the matter is no matter how righteous we are, unless we confess Jesus Christ as Lord and come to believe in him and come to accept him, then we are still doomed because it's self-righteousness. And self-righteousness is still a, a distraction. It is still a defeat. It is still destruction in the lake of fire with devils and all of those people who have done wrong, self-righteousness, because you did not accept Jesus Christ. You didn't come to believe in him. Well, I'm a nice person. I do what I'm supposed to do, and I don't do this, and I don't do that. And, uh, well, uh, is Jesus your Lord in your life? Jesus? Who's Jesus? See? you condemned already. So, Let us put on the mind of Christ because when you come to Christ, he gives you his mind. We have the name of Christ. We have the spirit of Christ. And then we're given that Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Then we're given all of the things that would come to be because now, now we can put away all the rhetoric. We put away the garbage, the drama. We can put away all of the contamination and stuff that is a defilement. Put this away from us. Think about the good stuff in life. Think about the good stuff that God wants us to have. Being nice to kind, being kind, being humble. Have that this. Oh, yes. One of the scriptures says that bad company ruins good morals. So come to your right mind and sin no more. So when we do that, when we do that, put away the mess and put away uh all of the garbage in our minds, and then come to understanding and know those scriptures that was uh in first corinthians fifteen thirty three and thirty four bad company then also it tells us that don't take part in the unfruitful work of of darkness, don't take part of it well, you know the Lord don't mind, and lord this and and uh you know, sometimes uh, we might do some stuff that that's not right. Okay, we got you, we got you. But God don't got you. Yes, we've done some things. We've backslid a few times. Of some of us, and a lot of us have done some stuff that we're not happy about. Because, like I said before, we've backslid. We've picked up on things that we shouldn't have picked up on. Remember, one of the scriptures said the angels. Uh, who's rushed in where angels are fierce to trade? Well, well, see, angels are messengers. Angels, angels go places and help us out and come to get us. But sometimes we want to put the angels in a, in a bad place, whereas we'll go in there and do things and, like, get out of here. Angels ain't going in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Only if you go in there and you realize that you're in trouble and you can call out for help. But God will come down to the worst place and get you up out of a situation. If that is called repentance, that is called asking for help, forgiveness. Help me, Lord. Help me, help me, help me, get me up out of the situation. I'm sorry. Ah. Godly grief. Ah produces repentance that leads to salvation. So therefore, therefore, when we have come to have that mind being renewed in the spirit of our mind, being powerful in your mind, we can do mighty, mighty, mighty things. And then we can be all that God has called us to be. Yes, we can be the best. And then what makes it so bad? that so many of us. We say that we love God. We say that we love the Lord. We say that we are saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Spirit. And then you ask them something about Jesus. Oh, are you all of that? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not all of that. I'm not this. I'm not that. Why not? Why not? We are made in the image and the likeness of God. He said, let us make man in our image and our likeness. God called us royalty. God called us his very own, his children. And you're going to sit up and tell me, oh, well, you know how it is. You know, I'm just a, a, a poor old person with a lip to clay. I'm just a skagabama. Oh, I'm just trying to make my way through. Get a life. God never wanted us to walk around acting like we dead, busted, and can't be trusted. But then again, he don't want us walking around thinking we all of that and uh, we we are all of that now. We don't want us to come around looking like we uh fifty million dollars and thinking we better than anybody else. See, he wants us to come to be humble. He wants to be light in the world. Let that light shine before men that they would see your good works and glorify God in heaven. He wants to have that mindset whereas when we walk around, people will notice that that person got, got Christ in them. That person is anointed, see? And we don't want to have to walk around and then blast uh, blasting people down like they don't know nothing. We know everything. And even if we do know everything, there's a humility. There is a uh, an anointing, not only just an anointing, a wisdom about speaking. Word of God to everyone we meet. And when we have that wisdom to speak the Word of God, letting people know that we are in Christ and Christ is in us, the hope of glory, the hope of glory. Yes, we can be all that he calls us to be. And then somebody would say, oh, well, you know, we can't be perfect. Why not? You see, that's another thing, too, that we have to stop uh defiling not defiling but uh, defining ourselves as far as the world goes. Comparing ourselves to the world. We don't compare ourselves to the world because we don't <laughs> We're in the world but not of the world. How many more times? how many times we've been told that? Yes, you're here in the world. But your your um how you call it your house and your home is not here. Your home is with Christ. Because if you're in Christ, then you, your residence is there with him. So let us stop acting like, okay, since we're here in Christ, we got to, like, put on a long white sheet, white robe, that is, with a halo around our head, gliding down the street, because now we are... Little Lord and angels, oh, come on. You know what I mean? But in the meantime, don't go around kicking people in the behind and, and, and daring them and forcing them, but letting them know that, look, time is not ours. Time is eternity with the Lord Jesus Christ if you are with him. So, therefore, come. Receive this Lord Jesus Christ in your heart. If you don't, you know. Because we don't know when our last day gonna be, and this is something that is so profound, Because we hear people, we see funerals often and too often. And once that cast, once that last breath and that casting closed, that's it. It's a one way street. If they didn't revive you with those um, with those shocker things that they give. And you know, the Lord is be with you and let you let you breathe again, you're out of here. So, come on, let us understand and to know that we can have the power of the Holy Spirit, and you shall have power when the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And that is the power of the mind, the power of the mind that can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. Ah, that is so wonderful and good to know. And then Come to find out that we can do more than Jesus did, but let us think those things. Let us receive those things and come to see, yes, I'm perfect. Be what the Lord tells you to do. That's why I like uh, one of the churches, supposed to be a mega church, uh, that says, I am what the Bible says I am. And the Bible said that you are royal priesthood. The Bible said that you are healed. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible said that you are redeemed. The Bible said that you are ambassadors of Christ. The Bible said that you are ministers of reconciliation. The Bible also said that you are perfect, that you've been made perfect through that one sacrifice. Jesus went to the cross, and he did so much. But yet and still, we are ashamed to mention it because of the people around us that said, oh, Oh, you think you all of that? You think you this? You think you that? Never mind what I think. Walk away. Walk away, see, and glorify God because we are light. One day, they're going to need us. One day, they're going to need a prayer. One day, they're going to need a hand out, a reach out, and let's hold fast to that hand and pull them up out of that situation and help through the word, through the, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Through the love of God. We got to exercise that love in our heart. And yet, we have the power of our mind and to be the best. We are the best. Don't let nobody tell you that you can't be the best, that you're not the best. Because with Christ, you are the best because He has been given all power and all authority in heaven and on earth. How? What else is better than that? What else is better than the Holy Spirit? What else is better? Ah, than the blood of Christ. What else is better than the power of God through Jesus Christ? Ah, the power that says, let there be an affirmation in the middle of the sky. The, the one a larger uh, light to rule the day and a smaller light to rule the night. That larger light that rules the day is called the sun. It is 192 million miles away. 192 million miles away. That's the power of God. And he said, You can do better. You can do more. Oh, God, please help me. Help me. Help me to understand these things. See? And when we start to understand that God is good, God is merciful, and God is so kind. See? But the kindness of the Lord is meant to bring to repentance. See? Let's put on that kindness of God. Put on his wrath. Put on not his wrath. Put on his goodness, the goodness of the Lord, that know and receive that he's there for everybody, everybody, for all, all who believe. See, but God so loved the world that whosoever, whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That's the love. That's the love that, that's needed. That's the love that God has had, and we can have that same love. All we have to do is stop, stop playing games, stop being insincere, but to be sincere, be for real, uh, to have the goodness of the Lord. And then come to those places where it says, put away the mess, put away the garbage, just like in First uh, Peter 2 and 1. Rid yourself, therefore, from all things that are earthly in you. And then it says in uh, Colossians 3, put the death. Uh, those things that are earthly in you. And then Galatians 5, it says that the work of the flesh, know them, read them. In 1 Corinthians 6 and 9, it says that not only the uh, the unjust or the evil will not inherit the kingdom of God, but this is what some of us used to be. So when we study these things, they know what God don't like. And that's, a, that's what we're we trying to get at. When we understand what God does not like, and we can avoid those things, we can pray against them, and we can put away that stuff for our used-to-be stuff. Because, see, some of these things that we used to do and we still desire them. So when we put all that mess away, put that helmet of salvation on, stop holding on to uh, some of the things that we hold on to, And I know one of the brothers that uh, we talking about, uh, some of the things that's in your house, get rid of some of the mess that's in your house, a picture, uh, some games or some objects that's in the house. Sometimes we still do candles. I remember when uh, we was in Detroit, we used to play numbers a lot. We burned candles, trying to get a dream. You didn't look up in the dream book. Oh, what's my number? All the kind of stuff we used to do uh, for a dollar, for a dime, for a nickel. You know what I mean? But we had to put that mess away. And I was stupid enough one time to have a Ouija board uh, living in a house next door to a cemetery. I ain't talking about next door, next door. I'm talking about the driveway next to the house, and then the fence is a cemetery, that 1,700 cemetery. <laughs> just about all of the markers was in the 1,700, the early 1800s, Two or 300 years. And, you know, and I'm up there with a Ouija board? How stupid could I be? So thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his goodness. You know what I mean? So, but we've done some things like that. But God is merciful God. That's why he said that, truth, and mercy, mercy, and he will give us mercy, you know what I mean? But we have to come to him being humble, being humble. And that's why we go through the Beatitudes and the fruit of the Spirit and know that how good, how good he is and how good he is to us and for us because he wants us to be saved. Jesus says, I didn't come to destroy the law, but to fulfill the law. And I came to seek and to save the lost, to seek and to save those who are lost. Yes, and he sought me. He saved me. And now, oh, yeah, sometimes we have to go through some stuff and go through a little something, something, you know what I mean? But, but he chastises all that he received. But that chastisement is, is not like my grandma was getting on my behind. But who knows how the chastisement works with God. Ah, who knows? He might bring some tests upon you that might be, that might floor you, but guess what? He's with you. And I do believe that the greater the test, the more and the better the assignment will be in the future. I do believe this. But stay close to the Lord. Be in the Lord. Be sincere with him. Have that one spirit with him. But those who united with the Lord Jesus Christ become one spirit with Him. And one spirit will bring you to a better place. Ah. And one spirit with Christ will bring you all the way. Ah. Because God is so good. He's so wonderful. You're awesome, God. He is Jehovah God. He is the Almighty, the Elohim. Ah. The great I am. He's there for us. And he's there with us. Huh. And he tells us not to worry about things. Not to worry about it. And then he tells us that stop complaining. <laughs> stop complaining. So that we be faithful children. Without, uh, how you call it, with all these issues and stuff in this perverse generation. That's how good God is. He wants he, he our minds to be clear and free so that you can think on the good things, and expanding the kingdom, working in the kingdom, doing things to help a brother or sister, be helpful to one another, being subject to one another, strengthening each other. Yes. And then he said, don't worry about nothing. But sometimes we get some things to the place where it is. Yeah, they might rock us for a minute. They might try to take us out of our character. That's what the devil's to come only to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to steal our joy. He wants to kill us. Kill our uh, our uh, the things that we want to do. You know what I mean? He's always after. Away. They said, well, the devil can't do this, the devil can't do this. Look, you better read the scripture. The devil can do a lot of things, I'm telling you. And he can take you out of here, too, because that's what the Lord said. Don't don't fear the one that can just kill the body. But fear the one that can kill the body and put you in hell. Or hell. Put you in hell, all right, now? So don't play with God. Uh-huh. Don't play with God. And that is something to know. So anyway, but through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Let us come to have a better prayer life. Let us come to pray at all times in the spirit. Let us come to be sincere and to be have that uh, uh, supplication, earnest request. So come to do the will of God, the will of the Father, so that we are know and have that assurance because we walk by faith and not by sight because the faith is going to come and help us to bring us through because without faith, it is impossible to please God. And we want to please him. We want to please him more than you think. That's why he said give God the glory in all things. Give him glory and be there. When he tells you to do something, just like when Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't, and don't do what I tell you to do? And in another place, Jesus said, in vain do they worship me? Ah, keeping this law, the rule of man. Man can come up and tell you uh, that don't do this, don't do that. Uh, it's all right to, to go over there. But it's not all right to go over there. It's not all right to go over there. You don't know what's over there that's going to hurt you or harm you, or take you out of here. Think about these things. Put your mind to work. Ask God for His guidance. His guidance. Yes. And He will guide you through so much. He will guide you through the trials and the tribulations. And as we come to the trials, trials come to make us strong. And yes, and you can be all that God has called you to be. You can be more than a conqueror through Christ that loves us. Think about these things, my brothers and sisters, because you are you are an heir and a joint heir with Jesus the Christ. Yes, Jesus the Christ, who forever lives to intercede for us. We thank you and we bless the name of God. We bless the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we thank you for being with us again tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you. God keep you in Jesus' holy, wonderful name. Please pass this message on. Let somebody know that Jesus loves you. Let somebody know that Jesus is waiting. But guess what? It's not going to be too much longer to wait because he knows that the end is near. We thank you, God bless you, God keep you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Bless you, bless you, bless you. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh. Alrighty.